Hello and welcome to episode 169 of Navigating the Modern World. Um, dang, 169. Crazy. It's kind of the perfect number. Also, it's the 4th of July, so if you hear really intense sounds in the background, it's because it is the 4th of July. Um, this podcast is, I don't know what it's about. I guess it's kind of about relationships and caring about yourself and taking care of yourself and what it might take in the relationship with yourself to have a healthy relationship with another, I guess. Yeah. Um, and this podcast is sparked because I am going through a breakup and, um, it's been a few weeks, so (laughs) that is literally my timer to go to bed. (laughs) There you go. Um, grandmother over here, it's literally 849. So (laughs) anyway, um, Yeah, so it's been a few weeks, so I've had some time to process. It's also, like, why I really haven't made a podcast. Um, It's just, like, I've been just, like, going through it. Um, And I feel like maybe there's, like, multiple reasons of why I, for the most part, I would say, like, it's probably, like, a 70-30 like 70%, like I feel good and I feel like at peace with everything. And then there's like 30% that arises sometimes. And that part of me has, you know, just a harder time reconciling all of the things that have happened and that are happening. And I wanted to bring up this podcast and like talk about specifically the relationship with self in relation to being in relationship with another person. And I want to just read two quotes because these quotes are just so good and they kind of, they kind of represent what I've been spending a lot of time thinking about. So the first quote is, the value of the personal relationship to all things is that it creates intimacy. And intimacy creates understanding. And understanding creates love. And I really love this quote because it kind of, for me, it just, it kind of shares some wisdom about relationships, which is that, for me, it's like, it's representing that to actually be in love with someone and to fall in love with someone takes something. It takes a willingness to be intimate. It takes a willingness to have a personal relationship, right? That's kind of the first part to open yourself up to start creating intimacy. And inside of that intimacy, because you are beginning to get to know a person, and when we begin to get to know people, there are like darker sides that come up, sharper edges of the person's personality or your personality. Um, There's suffering that arises. There's ways that we 
close ourselves off um, when we're feeling vulnerable or scared or fearful. So there's like a lot that's happening in relationship. And it's your relationship to everything is what the quote says, which I really love. Because it's like, I think we think of relationship as like boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, 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 husband, husband, you know, whatever. Um, husband, husband, wife, you know, if, if you, if that's your jam, whatever it is, um, that we only think of relationship in those kind of like very, uh, limited terms, but we are actually in relationship with everything. So I'm in relationship with this podcast. I'm in relationship with the plants that I take care of that are in my house and that are outside on my porch. Um, I am in relationship with my food. I am in relationship with my body. I am in relationship with the music that I like to play. I'm in relationship with the natural world. I'm in relationship with everything. And then other people, right? Colleagues, friends, acquaintances, strangers. And that we're in relationship with everything. And that like the personal relationship to everything and being able to actually begin to form relationship with things is like this process of creating intimacy with it, getting closer to it, being curious about it, looking at it, observing it, um, sharing yourself with it, you know, all these things that are in, in, that create intimacy. And through that intimacy, you begin to create understanding. So if I'm like talking about a plant, the more that I spend time with it, the more that I nurture it, the more that I water it and just pay attention to it, creating this intimacy, the more that I understand how much it needs to be watered the more that I understand what it needs, how much sun it needs, um, the more I understand when it's dry and dying, right? Whatever it is, it's like this intimacy. And then it's with a person as well, right? You start bumping up against this person. You begin to open to them. You begin to discuss life with them. You begin to discuss your fears with them, your childhood wounds with them, all of the things. And in that opening that creates intimacy, then there's like an understanding that begins to form. And I, I personally, you know, I'm no like expert on relationships per se, but I've been in quite a few relationships and it's, it takes a lot of time to even get to the intimacy part. This last relationship that I was just in was coming upon three years. And like, I would say we were just skimming the surface of intimacy so, you know, think about it. It's like, it's like a long term process. And, um, and then in that intimacy, you gain understanding like, oh, this is why this person is this way. This is why this person responds this way. This is why this person's heart hurts when I say this. You know, it's kind of this whole process of intimacy and then understanding that person and then I love that this understanding over time is what creates love and it's so beautiful it's like even like love for plants or love for your neighbor or love for music it's like there's this intimacy I, if I think about it with music it's like even more beautiful it's like oh man okay I begin to get intimate with a song I begin to learn it on my instrument I get close to it I spend time with it right and then through that 
intimacy through creating this personal relationship with it, then I begin to understand, okay, the, the chord change needs to be here or the, I need to change my voice here, or it wants more energy here, right? It wants less energy here. Like I begin to understand it. And through that understanding with time, this like affection, this love, this care for this thing develops. It's so beautiful to me. And I think it takes a lot of time. And I think often we're not patient or, you know, we have such wounding that we, you know, we let kind of our animalistic instincts take over. Like for me, mine's definitely, mine's definitely like flight, like run, (laughs) run as fast as you can. And it takes so much for me not to do it. Um, I have this part of my cycle my my menstrual cycle and it's like it's pretty much like right after I ovulate and I swear to you my body knows that there's a potential of pregnancy and it literally asks me are you sure are you sure are you sure about your job are you sure about your partner are you sure about what you're eating are you sure about where you're living are you sure are you sure and it's like it's like trying to protect me it's having me check in it's having me say like hey if you get pregnant, you know, like this is a real thing. Um, and it's so interesting because my, my, my natural response is to be like, none of this is good enough, you know, like to run, to like bolt, to like get out of here. Um, and I really have to pay attention because there's like two days, literally every month. So imagine this, it's like two days every month that my body is like, Hey, it's time to check in. Hey, 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 are you sure? Checking in. Want to protect you. Want to make sure you're good. And every month, if I'm not aware of it, it can like take me by surprise and I can be questioning everything, you know, and like, and then outwardly questioning it as well, which can cause harm. And it has caused harm for me, um, in my relationships. So something really interesting to be aware of is like, what keeps you from intimacy? What keeps you from wanting a personal relationship with things? Um, and like just paying attention to that. And the second quote I really love too, and it's going to get maybe a little bit more into the meat of my initial thought of this podcast. Um, even though (laughs) some people know this about me, but I don't write anything down for podcasts. I just get an idea and I get inspired and, um, and I'm like, yes, let's do it. Um, so here I am doing it. Um, okay, so second, second quote. Um, when two people are at one in their innermost hearts, they shatter even the strength of iron and bronze. And when two people understand each other in their innermost hearts, their words are sweet and strong, like the fragrance of orchids. So I've been thinking about this. Um, so something that I've noticed and been really aware of and have paid attention to over just the course of my relationships in my life is that it's pretty, um, it's like, it's like 99.99999%. There might sometimes be something in the external world that I see or something that, you know, affects me in a negative way. But most of the time when I don't feel great 
in life, it is almost always an insecurity of some sort. And whenever I think about this quote, when two people are at one in their innermost hearts, they shatter even the strength of iron and bronze. It's like, okay, in those moments of insecurity, it's like there is a weakness, there is a lack of strength in my inner, in my innermost heart. And it's not a bad thing. It's like, I feel like probably pretty normal and natural. And there, there's like this thing that occurs to me whenever I'm in relationship and maybe other people will understand this or can relate to this, but I like in some way lose myself or I stop spending time the way I want to spend time or I begin to like concede to what the other person wants to do or the, the, you know, how they eat. Um, I was like joking with my best friend. I was like texting her. I was like, I haven't eaten zucchini in almost three years, squash or zucchini because my partner didn't like it. And it's so interesting because like I just bought a bunch of squash and zucchini and I fried it up in olive oil with a little salt. And man, it was so delicious. (laughs) And I was like, why did I give this up? You know, it's like so interesting. Just like little things like that. It's like, well, because it's easier to cook what the other person likes, because it's okay. You know, it's just like whatever we do, whatever the habit is. And I think my habit is to just like put the other person first. And like I can often put the food I like to the side or put the way I like to live to the side or, you know, just like small compromises that in the end it's kind of like, wait, 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 wait. Am I even living how I really want to be living, you know? And I think this is a question that maybe me and uh, my ex were really just asking ourselves. And when I read this quote today, I was like, okay, what would it feel like to be at one with my inner, you know, most heart? And I sat with that question for a while. And it was so interesting because... The thing that arose was, I was listening to music also, is that I just want to like get up and dance. And I got up and I danced and I just like, I kind of like some like Latina inspired, dirty, kind of raunchy dancing. And it's like, I don't want anybody necessarily to see me. I don't want, it's just like, it feels so good to be in my body in that way and to like be able to express maybe my sexuality or my root chakra energy or whatever you want to call it. This like, this like primal energy that we all have. That's just like, I need to find mate and I need to have lots of sex. You know what I mean? Like this, like we all have it. And so it's, but it's like, it can whenever I express myself in dance, it feels like it gives a really healthy place for that energy to go. And it feels so good. And I just feel so sexy in my body and I feel so embodied and I can do it also with yoga. Like I can often do like a dancey yoga or like a very flowy yoga and I can feel that same like strength and sexiness and just like, in love with my body, in love with who I am. I see like myself in such this like beautiful, innocent light. Um, 
and it's just so fun and invigorating. So I just like let myself dance and I like had this one song on kind of repeat because it was just, I was just feeling it so much. And it was just like, yeah, yeah, that's what it's, that's what it's like to feel at one with my heart, my innermost heart. And to, I think so much in my life, I say no. You know, I say like stop myself and I say no or I don't let myself express the way I want to or I feel embarrassed, you know. It's also been super hard for me to find men that dance with me. Like it's that's a really hard thing. And I totally get it. It's like dancing is so vulnerable and um and it like is such a it's such an experience to be able to actually move with another person. There have been very few people that I've actually been able to dance with without needing to like talk a lot. You know, it's like we never got past the like per- creating the personal relationship. There was never any intimacy. There's never any understanding. Um, and same thing. Like there's like this like I don't know. There's just this like beauty that I can see in my life if I just give myself, it's almost like enough space, like enough spaciousness to like really cue into myself, like tune in and know what I'm wanting and then like allowing myself to go after that thing that I'm wanting. And I think I think sometimes with the Buddhist lens, I can like make desire feel really bad and like not good. And I will say like, I do think that part of my process in this life is to maybe let go more and more of just kind of like the unhealthy attachment that most of us have of desire wanting more and more and more and more you know it's like in buddhism it is like the root of suffering but i'm not sure we can get rid of it like i i'm not sold we can get rid of it i feel more confident saying that we can we can learn to be in personal relationship with it so we can learn to be in personal relationship with our desires and through that intimacy of being curious and investigating, we can then really begin to understand it. And then through that understanding, we can, you know, potentially fall in love with these parts of ourselves. Um in these parts of other people and these things, these things in our life. And um, I wanted to read this other, this other quote. Um, so it says, Therefore, it is important to begin at home, to be on guard in, your, in our own persons against the faults that we have branded. In this way, finding no opponent, the sharp edges of the weapons of evil become dulled. So therefore, it is important to begin at home, to be on guard in our own persons against the faults that we have branded. In this way, finding no opponent, the sharp edges of the weapons of evil become dulled. There's like, there's something about, there's something about doing the work 
of looking within yourself and working on those parts within yourself that it's like almost like the quote you know being at one with your innermost heart just means like knowing yourself and in that knowing of yourself, in that personal relationship with yourself, you've created intimacy, you've created understanding, then you've created love. And in that love of yourself, you know, I'm going to just read the quote again. They shatter, in that love, they shatter even the strength of iron and bronze. And when two people understand each other in their innermost hearts, their words are sweet and strong like the fragrance of orchids. And I'm, I really want to just spend so much time with myself. I want to, I feel like I've gone through like, you know, I feel like I've lived a bunch of lives and I feel like this is like another iteration of how to deepen my relationship with myself, how to deepen my care for myself so that when I am in relationship, I can have really healthy boundaries and I can have really healthy relationship with my own heart and my own life while I walk with another. I think so much of the unhealthiness in my relationships is that I can often, you know, maybe step off my path and step onto another person's path. And I think that when we do that, you know, we can always come back to our path if we can, if we can have the awareness of it. But I do think that when two people, like when two people are doing that, it becomes, there's a lot of suffering that occurs in the relationship. And then you got to like face that suffering and really ask yourself, why am I suffering? It's like, it's like, maybe that's the whole cycle that we're doing all the time. There are so many fireworks going off right now. Um, but like maybe that's the constant cycle of this life, which is to be in personal relationship with yourself so that you can be intimate with yourself, you can know yourself, you can understand yourself. And through that understanding, you create love. And in, in loving yourself, it, it, it really does become easier, I think, to love another. Um, you're less insecure, right? Which is what I was saying earlier. It's like <clears throat> I can... Not that my insecurities, not that all your insecurities go away, but you, the relationship you have with it is different. It's like when you, when you like part of getting to know yourself, like being one with your innermost heart is like your insecurity is included in that. And there's a softening that I think happens with yourself and probably with others as well. And I've been thinking about it so much and I, you know, I, I want to spend so much time with my inner heart, learning to understand and be one with my inner heart and trusting that when that intimacy is with myself, that intimacy with others will come. I think, I think when you go through a breakup, you're like, it's so easy to just be looking for the next thing. If I'm, if you don't feel that way, bless you. Good. I'm good on you. It's amazing. Um, that is not how my dosha works. It's like the second I'm done with a relationship, I'm like looking for the next relationship. 
Um, and I think that that's like, there's, there's some insecurity there. There's something there. Um, I think relationships are a place of, they're like a safe haven, right? It's like, I'm not alone. I have someone to do stuff with. I, I'm also like, I love physical touch and I love like words of affection and like, it's like, it feels so good to get that from other people. And there's an interesting, oh man. Okay. So I went to this dance class. This reminds me, I went to this dance class and in this dance class, there was no music and I didn't realize how much music played a part of me wanting to dance. It really does. It's like music. It's like I interact with the music and then it's like, I, I have this experience that I moved. I'm literally moved to move. And, um, something really interesting is without music, something that the teacher kept saying is like, find your, find your inner rhythm. And I was like, oh my God, it was so hard. It was so hard. And it's like, it's such an interesting thought to think about, oh man, usually I am moved by the outer world. I let the outer world affect me and move me forward. What if I listened? What if I got quiet enough and listened or paid enough attention or had the personal relationship with myself, the intimacy with myself, the understanding of myself, the love within myself to know and be able to move in the way that feels good that doesn't feel embarrassing or doesn't make me feel self-conscious, but like actually be in tune and be connected to this vessel, to this life, to my own rhythm and really like find the inspiration from within. I think often I am inspired by the world and it's harder for me. And maybe it's just because I don't spend enough quiet time with myself, but it's harder for me to really be in touch with my own inner like my this inner rhythm this inner like what do I want it's such a hard question what do I want what do I want I can't tell you like how many times I ask this question and sometimes I mean I, I it's so hard to know it is so hard to know and it's like I feel like I feel like freaking lucky if I know I feel like, oh, I want this. Okay, like, this is really weird, but I had, it's the freaking 4th of July, and I had a bunch of chips, and I put chips on my sandwich today. And I knew this what I wanted. It was weird. It was like, I want this. I just, like, was craving it. I knew that I wanted it. So I, I had a sandwich, and I put chips in it, and it was delicious. Um, crunchy, but soft. I, lo- <laughs> I loved every bit of it. Um, but, like, how lucky the moments that we know. And for me, they're few and far between, you know, they're not, and I want there to be more. I want there to be enough spaciousness. I think it takes spaciousness and quiet to really know these things. And I think it takes courage to create space and to be quiet enough to hear. And so if any of this podcast resonates with you, you know, I want to encourage you to be more quiet and to create more spaciousness for yourself for you to create a personal relationship with yourself, for you to know and be at one with your innermost heart, whether you're in a relationship with a person or not, it will help with all of your relationships with both people and plants and animals and our objects and our food and, you know, whatever. But to really give yourself permission to be slow enough 
and to be quiet enough to begin to form that personal relationship with yourself, to form that intimacy with yourself, to form the understanding of who you are. And through that understanding, really fall in love with who you are because who you are is like pure, magical, you know, chemicals and stardust and uh, these weird body reactions and animal and you know it's like we're these we're we're everything that life has and it's such a miracle it's so magical and it's hard to be in touch with that all of the time so I want to just encourage you that no matter what you're going through that each moment we have the opportunity to really turn toward ourselves and to create that personal relationship or turn toward whatever it is it could be a person it could be a plant, it could be an animal, turn toward and really practice opening to intimacy, practice through that intimacy, understanding both yourself and the other through that intimacy, which then will hopefully continue to cultivate a deep love, deep trust, deep care. Okay, y'all. I think that's it. I'm going to go watch some fireworks. Um, If this podcast moved you, please rate and review it. Until next time.